0: team.
1: The Reds' five-game winning streak came to an abrupt halt on Wednesday night as the Yankees scored on an Alexis Diaz wild pitch in the bottom of the 10th and beat Cincinnati by a score of 7-6. The Reds had a 4-0 lead going to the bottom of the third thanks in part to back-to-back-to-back home runs by Farmer, Moustakis, and Fairchild in the second inning, but New York scored five times in the third to take the lead. Cincinnati retook it in the fifth New York tied it again in the 8th on a Giancarlo Stanton home run and then won it in the bottom of the 10th. Time to get some final thoughts on the game from Tommy Thrall and Chris Welsh.
2: Thanks, had Really a tough one tonight when you look back at this one, Chris, as the Reds fall in extra innings 7-6 to six to uh, New York. And the Reds really jumped out to an early lead. But you can look at the way the game ended. They lost in extra innings. But I think this game uh, really got away from the Reds in the third when the Yankees put up their five runs. The Reds defense kind of let them down.
3: Well, four of those five runs were unearned. I mean, so you look at Mike Miner's line, you say, well, he pitched four innings, gave up five runs, but you know, the fact that three of those or four of those came across as unearned runs showed you how bad the defense was in that inning technically, and then you can even Maybe push a little bit further and say the Yankees really shouldn't have scored in that right. inning at all. Right. Uh, this should have been an easy win for the Reds had they played a little better defense in that one inning. But that's baseball. The encouraging thing that I see out of this ball game, Tommy, is the fact that the bullpen came out again and these are guys that aren't normally guys that you lean on. Buck Farmer and uh, Joel Kuhnel Ian Gub- uh, Jabell. Uh, you know, you really don't know much about him yet. Uh, Jabot and uh, and Tanner Strickland. They came out and walked one batter after they were able to cover five innings total, six innings actually, including the ninth inning. So it's uh, it's very impressive on that part. Uh, young pitching like Alexis Diaz, you're gonna be volatile, you're gonna right. be inconsistent. You're not really gonna be sure to know what you're gonna get from day to day, uh, but he's got great talent there. I think with a little more seasoning, you'll see a lot more consistency out of him.
2: Uh, Stanton hits the game-tying home run late in this ball game, but I, I don't think you can let that take away from the job that the bullpen has been doing here over the last week. It
3: wasn't a bad pitch. It was a good pitch. It was the Yankee Stadium home run. It's 314 feet down the right field line here. A chip shot for a guy that gets it into the air with as much strength as Giancarlo Stanton. That's basically what it was. Nothing to hang your head about. Uh, You come back and see if you can't win tomorrow. Uh, You've got your ace on the mound, and he's pretty good, give you a
2: pretty good chance here on the getaway day. Reds come up short, 7 6 the final at Yankee Stadium. You'd back to you.
1: Thanks, Tommy. Highlights right after this. Okay, picture this it's Friday afternoon
4: when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road.
1: Reds fall in 10 to the Yankees on Wednesday night, 7-6 the final score, and now to the highlights. The Reds got on the board first in the very first inning against Yankee starter Luis Severino. He walked Jonathan India to begin the game. Brandon Drury then singled, moving India to second. Tommy Pham grounded out but moved both runners up, and then Joey Votto got a run home.
2: Severino staring in, has the sign, sets and from the belt, the 0-2 pitch, and Votto hits a line drive on one hop up the middle. Backhanded by the shortstop. The only play is to go to first base as India scores from third and the Reds are on the board.
1: The Reds increased their lead in a big way in the second inning off Severino. Kyle Farmer was the first batter of the inning.
2: There are still some Reds that have faced him. Joey Votto, of course, part of that Reds team. The pitch, a Farmer swings, it's a high drive, deep left field, hit a ton, and it is long gone. Kyle Farmer launches it out of here into the bleachers in left field.
1: That brought up number eight hitter Mike Moustakis.
2: The pitch, and Moustakis rips one. This is well hit deep to right, and that's gone into the second deck and right. Moustakis. Goes deep to right. That's his second home run in the last three games, and the Reds lead it three to nothing.
1: Just before the game on Wednesday, Nixon Zell was scratched with back stiffness. Stuart Fairchild, who was just called up from Triple A yesterday, took his place in center field, batting ninth, and he followed Moustakis to the plate.
2: I didn't want to tell you, but Farmers did too. Here's Stuart Fairchild, and he swings. It's a high drive. This is fairly deep to left field. Gallo going back. He's on the warning track. Leaps. That's gone back-to-back-to-back home runs from the Reds' bottom third of the order, Farmer, Moustakis, and Stuart Fairchild. Fairchild playing for his third big league team this year, and he belts his first home run, which is his first hit of the year.
1: That was the first time the Reds hit back-to-back-to-back home runs since 2019. Severino retired the next three Reds, but ended up leaving the game with a shoulder injury. The Yankees stormed back in the bottom of the third to take the lead, thanks in large part to some very poor defense. Red starter Mike Miner walked number 9 hitter Joey Gallo to begin the inning. DJ LeMayu then singled, moving Gallo to third after Aaron Judge struck out. Anthony Rizzo stood at the plate.
3: Reds are looking for a double play ball, and that's by Anthony Rizzo. One hopper that goes right by Jonathan India. That was a tailor-made DP lane ground ball, a 4-6-3, but it looked like India took his eye off the ball, and it scoots into right field. And instead of having the inning over, the Yankees will have a couple of men on and probably an error charge to Jonathan India.
2: Yeah, and they get a run out of the deal with the runner at third base. Gallo scoring from third, and – That's one of those balls that was hit right at Jonathan. He started to put his body in a position to make that throw to second base before he had the ball.
1: Then with two down, Galeber Torres did this.
3: First pitch to Torres is lined in the left field. Here comes Tommy Pham on one hop. He'll field it. The throw into the plate is going to be cut off by Drury, and the Yankees have got a runner now between second and third. They've got him in a rundown. Nobody's over there to cover second base.
1: Josh Donaldson then walked to load the bases. That brought up Isaiah Kiner Falefa.
3: Right, he's got a 3-1 count and has to have a strike right here. Kiner falefa waits and swung on. That ball is hit well in the left center field gap. Going over is the center fielder fairchild. He cannot get it. He will fall in for extra bases. Isaiah Kiner Falefa comes in with a double, a bases clearing double. as the Yankees have scored five in the inning to come back and take the lead five to four.
1: Mike Miner pitched a scoreless fourth inning, and his night was over. Four innings, five hits, five runs, just one earned, three walks, six strikeouts, 91 pitches, 56 for strikes. He really did deserve a better fate, although... Those walks in that inning when they scored in the bottom of the third were costly. J.P. Sears came in to pitch after Severino left the game. He pitched a 1-2-3 3rd and a 1-2-3 fourth, but the Reds got to him in the fifth inning. Jonathan India began things with a double to left. Brandon Drury then walked. Next up, Joey Votto.
2: And he's home with the 0-1 pitch. And Votto swings, puts a charge into one, left center field, hit pretty deep, going back on it. The left fielder Gallo can't get it, it's over his head. And unfortunately for the Reds, it bounces over the wall for a ground rule double. And I say unfortunately for the Reds, India scores to tie the game, but Drury would have scored on that ball if it stays in play. Tyler
1: Stevenson then gave Cincinnati the lead.
2: And... This ball is lifted in the air. Pretty well hit right center field. This will get the run home. Jury will tag up at third as Judge runs it down on the edge of the warning track in deep right center. Votto tagging at second. He's up to third base on the sacrifice fly to right center field by Tyler Stevenson. And the Reds are back in front. It's 6-5. to five.
1: Buck Farmer replaced Mike Miner in the fifth. He ended up retiring all six batters he faced. Joel Kuhnel pitched a perfect seventh with a strikeout. Ian Jabot came on to pitch the bottom of the eighth. The first batter he had a deal with was Giancarlo Stanton.
2: Jabot to the plate. 2-2 pitch, Stanton swings, it's a high drive. Deep right field, that is way back. Fairchild is at the wall, leaps, it is gone, and we are tied. Giancarlo Stanton on a 2-2 pitch, sends one out of here to the opposite field and right into the second row of seats. He's an even this score at 6.
1: After they scored in the 5th, the Reds had base runners in the 6th, 7th, and 8th, but couldn't cross the plate. Clay Holmes came on to pitch the ninth for New York. He walked Stuart Fairchild to begin the inning. After Jonathan India struck out, Brandon Drury reached on an infield hit. But Tommy Pham flew out, and Joey Votto grounded out to end the inning. Hunter Strickland came on. He pitched a 1-2-3 bottom of the ninth inning, so we go two extra innings. Michael King was on the mound for New York. Joey Votto was the runner at second base. Tyler Stevenson singled up the middle to begin the inning with Votto moving to third base. But Matt Reynolds struck out, and Kyle Farmer hit into a double play to end the inning. Alexis Diaz came on to pitch the bottom of the 10th for Cincinnati. DJ LeMayu was the runner at second base. Diaz struck out Aaron Judge and then walked Anthony Rizzo intentionally. With Giancarlo Stanton at the plate, Diaz threw a wild pitch to move both runners up. And then, Diaz did it again.
2: Here's the one-two pitch. In the dirt outside, it gets by Stevenson. Runner's coming home, he will score. And the Yankees walk it off on a wild pitch. Two wild pitches in the inning. And the Yankees walk off 7-6 over the Reds tonight at Yankee Stadium, which snaps the Reds' win streak at five games. Well, disappointing to lose a game in which you thought you were
3: in control here going in the last couple of innings, but especially on wild pitch. In fact, back-to-back wild pitches that set it up. Balls that were down in the dirt, unable to be blocked. Just a tough way to go, but the Reds hung with them as long as they could.
1: Reds lose it seven to six. Here are the totals. Four New York, seven runs, six hits, one air, five left on base, four Cincinnati, six runs, ten hits, one air. They stranded eight. King to winner, six and one. Diaz the loser, two and one. Home runs in the game, four Cincinnati, Farmer number six, Mustakas number five, Fairchild number one, and number twenty-three for Stanton for New York. Three hours and fifty-six minutes. 36,772 on hand at Yankee Stadium. The Yankees are now 62 and 26 on the season. The Reds fall to 33 and 55. Time to hear from Reds manager David Bell.
4: Tough to lose it on back-to-back wild pitches, for sure. Yeah, I mean, especially when you're playing well. Um, You know, we've had some wins um, consecutively now. We're we're, our team's feeling really good, Um, and we like to keep that going. You know, we put ourselves in a position where we. We had a, a shot to win that, and uh, obviously against a really good team. So, any really any way you lose a game is disappointing. There's no real good way to do it, but uh, definitely know what you mean. Um, you know, and then you know we're we're up against the wall there. You know, in the tenth inning, you have you have to not be afraid to make pitches. Um, you know, some of the best hitters in the game right there, and you know we gotta we gotta try to. Um, you know, there are situations where you, you, you do have to go for the strikeout um, and it, it didn't work out tonight but um, yeah i like i like how we were attacking the hitters and when you dissect <coughs> this when you look back at the third inning uh, it was obviously a long <laughs> inning for mike miner and uh, some defensive gaps behind him makes it tough <coughs> yeah mike, mike was um, pitching well the first two innings i thought he had a nice uh fastball changeup combination going tough third inning there's no question that You know, those plays, there were a few plays in that game that that factored into the game. Um, You know, there's no no doubt about that. I I would say that, again, there's no good way to lose or anything like that, And, and certainly that one inning um, or even one game, does not you know, define this team um, in any way.
1: Thursday night, it's the finale of the three-game series. Luis Castillo goes to the mound for Cincinnati. He's 3-4 and four with a 2.92 ERA. Lefty Nestor Cortez will pitch for New York. He's 7-3, and three, his ERA 2.74. We're on the air with the pregame show at 6.35. First pitch is scheduled for 7.05. And once again, the final score on Wednesday night, the Yankees beat the Reds in 10, 7-6. And I'm Dave Armbruster with your Reds Game Recap.